0: Welcome once again to another episode of
1: Zing This.
0: You've got me, Zinger.
1: And I'm Ellie.
0: And as always, we're going to start with news.
1: Well, of course we have to start with news.
0: I know, and there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> and we went and saw a movie, but that will come <gasps> up later. Yay! Yes, we did. So, remember the show Invader Zim?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely.
0: Well, apparently it's coming back for a TV movie of some Ooh, sort soon. So That'll be fun. So that's that's kind of exciting for people who are fans of that.
1: Uh, yes. Definitely,
0: I know that there's a lot of them out there, diehard fans of Zim and um, Gur. Gur's the robot. I was trying to remember what the robot's name was. It slipped my mind for a second. Oh, yes. So that's definitely something that I know a lot of people are looking forward to.
2: Yes.
0: Got some Star Wars news, and by the way, episode three of our Star Wars ongoing year-long celebration will be out later this week. So look forward to that. And we have a we have um, kind of decided on what we're going to do for the in between the trilogy episodes too. So do you want to discuss that now or in the actual Star Wars episode?
1: Um, I mean, we can kind of go over it really quick now, It's
0: fine. So, as you all know, if you're Star Wars fans, this isn't the news part, I'll, I'll, I'll get right. to the news in a second.
1: <laughs> it's our news.
0: Uh, as you all know, for Star Wars fans, um, there is what's now considered Legends, which was the, like, comic books, video games, and all the stuff that...
1: Not in canon.
0: Yeah, that Disney, once Disney took over, is no longer considered canon. Well, since we have those two episodes that we're doing for our Star Wars celebration where they're, we're trying to break up the trilogy, the two trilogies that right. there are, we decided to insert, after episode three and before Rogue One, us discussing Legends content. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll definitely, if, if um you guys want to tweet at us or message us with your favorite stuff from the Legends, from the Legends of star wars we will definitely appreciate
1: air quotes right now you can't see it
0: (laughs) we definitely (laughs) appreciate that because we want to talk about some stuff that we we love from legends and like i said it's i mean you were discussing this the other day and you said what's really legends And i said well it's this but here's the thing disney could technically say this is actually canon now right so this isn't they like a definitive. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a definitive thing, but there's stuff that's more than likely probably going to stay legend. So we're going to have a fun discussion on that, and that will be in May. Yes. So, so look forward to that, and we'll of course have more news about that in our Star Wars episode. But on to the Star Wars news. Yes. So, big thing. So sadly, Carrie Fisher, of course, ha- has passed on. Yes. Has become one with the force. Correct. And apparently she will still be in episode nine. And they have said that they are not using any CG to bring her into it. They are not going to recreate her using that. So I'm assuming they're going to be using scenes or cut stuff, or maybe they've already filmed enough stuff for her characters. Yeah, that's what I was plot. So I think that's interesting. And they do have the blessings of her family to do this. So, so there's that too. So that's really cool that she will somehow be still involved in the, Third trilogy as well through all three movies in some way, shape, or form. The other thing that's interesting is it's, of course, the 40th anniversary of A New Hope. Okay. Interesting thing. Yeah. Yep. So another interesting thing is there's apparently going to be a book coming out later on this year, which we possibly could discuss in the second one of our after the trilogy episodes where we're going to talk about canon stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. That is actually sup- supposed to be from the point of view of different people during the Star Wars series. It's a book written from different points of view of other people that are not major characters. Oh,
2: so like that's other pilots.
0: Pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it's it does it really does broaden the Star Wars universe, and it's a great title. It's Star Wars from a certain point of view, okay, which is a quote that of course Obi Wan says. When Luke says, You you lied to me or you didn't tell me about my father, he says, Well, what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Okay. Which, of course, kind of defeated my whole anger towards (laughs) the prequels, but that's, I think I've already discussed (laughs) that once before. Okay. So that's, um, so that's very cool. So we'll, of course, have more Star Wars stuff later on this week. Watch, I mean, listen to our episode three. Yes, please. And I guess. Why are we whispering? Michael Bay sound. That was intense. But I need to have a Michael Bay sound, which of course, the only sound you can make for Michael Bay is an explosion. Oh, yeah. Because I've got Transformers news on the movie. Apparently, they have a 10 years worth of movies planned out. And I don't know if that's a movie out every year.
1: I'm going to say every other.
0: I I don't know what it is, but apparently they do have something kind of planned, some structure planned out for the next 10 years for Transformers.
1: Wow. Well, as they a, are money makers. That's yes, for sure. as a
0: fan of the Transformers, of course the the um.
1: I like Prime. By the way,
0: I, you you keep saying that. Yeah. Man, I need to watch it.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's a, a a cartoon, by the way. If you sorry, don't, if you Gen, don't know. I'm
0: I'm still Gen Gen One fan and the original movie. Oh well,
1: no, I I love those too. I just say for a different take on it, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. I like it.
0: Speaking of a different take, I know that there is a very big fan base for the Beast Wars,
1: hmm. which
0: I have nothing against Beast Wars. I just never got into it. Okay, and I know that there's a huge fan following out th- well, there for it. So who knows? Maybe one of these movies that they have in the next of like ten the years. Trailer. Oh, for the for the new one. Yeah, yeah.
1: The last night. Yes. Okay. It looks pretty intense.
0: Well, it's supposed to. I'm I'm guessing Unicron's in it. Prime somehow has been turned evil or something. I don't know. It's it's going to be some confusing, over the top, explosion ridden plot. So right.
1: We don't care about the storyline.
0: Just show me explosions and transforming <laughs> giant robots.
1: Exactly. That's what we want.
0: So <laughs> that's exciting. Um, yeah. But now on to a course. The well, Bane can of- I
1: can I go back again real quick? I'm oh sorry. sure 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 um the one part in the trailer where he's kind of floating off in space and all crystallized and stuff prime it's pretty eerie yeah
0: yeah i think he gets found but my guess is he gets found by this is my prediction he gets found by unicron unicron corrupts him and kind of sends him to earth to basically fight everyone and apparently megatron's still putting around which is weird because i thought it was galvatron now but who know? i don't know the, the, the continuity of these movies is getting convoluted.
1: It's some kind of Tron.
0: I, I feel that one <laughs> day we should watch all of them and have just a full-blown discussion oh on it. Oh my
1: gosh, yes.
0: But that I one, don't think
1: I can handle it that... I'd have to break it up in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm, like, like I said, I would like the Transformers movies. Am I upset with what they've done with them? I, I really don't care, because the Transformers for me are is Gen 1. That's my Transformers, to mm-hmm. be honest. The movies are cool, I just don't harbor them as like paragons of what right. i need to hold transformers to but moving on to now the bane of my existence get it i said bane
1: oh jeez, batman
0: yes um <laughs> dc news dc okay. news dc news and i i, I say that and i still love dc but here's the thing allegedly this is this is a legend now i'm sure it will be proven correct immediately after this podcast comes out but apparently 2019 is going to be a very active year for batman
1: okay it is
0: the 80th anniversary of the batman comics wow yeah we allegedly are going to get gotham city sirens yes followed by nightwing
1: oh bring it on
0: followed by batgirl cool cool concluding with batman well of course so they're supposed to be building all in
1: the same year Yes. Wow. Okay.
0: Yes. Allegedly, that's what DC possibly has planned for Batman that year. Okay. So, who knows? I mean, that's not that far away when it comes no, to making not. movies, technically. Uh-uh. So, I guess we'll see what this summer brings everything. I mean, I
1: mean I'm mean, i going to say pretty excited. That would be pretty fun.
0: I mean, uh, it would be a good way for them to, hopefully, if DC hasn't gotten on track yet, maybe that will help them get on track. hmm but hopefully, Justice League and I mean, Wonder you Woman know will me, help them a I along. want a
1: Nightwing movie, so.
0: Well, it, w- it would be cool to get this because this is stuff we haven't seen. I mean, I guess we've technically seen Batgirl to an extent, but right. but it w- it would be cool to have it because it's supposed to all kind of lead up to the Batman movie.
1: Now, are you concerned that? The movies leading up to the batman are just kind of set up for batman
0: see that's the thing i'm i'm hoping that's my
1: only concern
0: i'm hoping they can stand alone yeah or possibly kind of interweave together enough to where you're not stealing from anything
1: right so that that that's what i'm like i I I want
0: them to work as in we know that they all exist together and they kind of cohesively go together but not as in
1: stand alone
0: but not as in Oh, I didn't watch Scotham I'm I didn't watch Siren, so something. I'm not gonna Miss get something yeah. in Batgirl. It's right. one of those. It it contributes as mm-hmm. it goes along. Same thing with the Marvel. What what Marvel's done. Right. Not to make that comparison, but I kind of have to. Marvel's done a very good job, I think, of building on each other for an extent. To an extent, some movies obviously you have to see the previous one to get. So.
1: So so you could. You could make a reference, to be fair to DC, you could make a reference, like we've said before, to the TV shows, kind of how those main four DC TV shows kind of build on each other. They are or, standalone, but they cross over well. Or
0: instead of the live action ones, why not their animated mm-hmm. ones that they did, the the ones they did back in the... Late '90s or during the '90s, the and a Batman. The new Teen
1: Titans movie came out.
0: Yes, the Judas complex, Judas contract. I'm excited.
1: Which, I haven't seen it yet. I'm which, sorry. Which it came out
0: digitally. I don't think the physical copies out right, yet. Right. I still but, want to see it though. But that one is supposed to be also. You're sidetrack. sidetracked. That was a continuation get, uh, to the.
1: I was thinking a Nightwing and. DC and Batman, and it just made me think of Teen Titans. That one's apparently
0: a continuation to the previous one, which is a continuation. They're, they're building their right. whole animated. But I got, I, I got some news on the animated front, too. Okay. You're, you're getting me sidetracked.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's
0: DC news, so there's a lot to talk about <laughs> normally.
2: Okay. But
0: actually, I'll just jump to that now. Okay. So So apparently, also in 2019, we're supposed to be getting two DC animated movies, one of them being possibly an adaptation of the Long Halloween
2: oh. graphic novel
0: which is a really, really good Batman graphic novel, which who knows, we could do that on Read This yep. at some point, possibly. It read would This defi-
1: slash Watch This. Yes.
0: Um, we'll have to wait a few years then to do it. <laughs> oh, but- <laughs>
1: okay, right. Sorry. Correct. We don't want to wait that long.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I'd be excited to see a adaptation of that, which they can, of course, you know, do a fantastic job. I think the art would be interesting if they stuck to the artwork that they utilize in the graphic novel but okay. who knows we'll, we'll see what they do we'll see what they do all right oh and one one last piece of i guess since we mentioned it before uh mel gibson apparently is no longer the front runner for the suicide squad too. what
1: are you serious yeah i'm not gonna see it now
0: well that that's the thing i mean he might who knows what's <laughs> I'm gonna just happen kidding. who knows what's gonna happen but i guess that's that's our DC news, and I right. guess that wraps up our news for today on on that front. Okay. But now we get to discuss, go, go.
1: Power Rangers.
0: Yeah. Woo! So we went to go see the Power Rangers movie. Oh and my gosh, yes we did. Guys, are we going to say that this will have spoilers in it? Uh, well, yeah. Okay, so if you haven't seen it yet, we'll, we'll mention when we get to spoilers, but okay. we'll try to keep it. Keep it fun until then. Right. No, I don't think there is a big spoiler. I don't know if there is really.
1: Yeah. Has to do with some certain circular sweet treats.
0: Oh. Yeah, (laughs) that.
1: Mm. So,
0: what what, what did you think? What did you take away from it?
1: So, I went into it understanding that it is not a Oscar caliber movie. Right? Of course. Okay. So... I I just went into it just enjoying the fun nostalgic times of when I was younger and a story about a group of teens that, you know, come together to, to beat the baddie kind of thing. So I was entertained. I thought it had a nice flow of, of backstory leading into fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, um, I, I feel like it had to kind of establish that as a them as a team, they had to get together and, and learn about each other and that kind of thing. So I, I like the story enough. I thought that was great for for people that are fans of the series, and I think it's great for kids nowadays, um, you know, that maybe have never seen maybe it before.
0: Maybe a little bit older kid. I, I felt it was a little bit targeted at possibly like a teenage audience and up.
1: Like well, a preteen
0: audience and up.
1: Maybe. I would say more preteen than teen. Um, because the preteens can look at it and go, "Oh, they're so cool."
0: I mean, you you can definitely still take kids and everything. Oh, it's just yeah. they, they have some moments in there that
1: there are some moments, but I I think that they are a most heavy. <laughs> of them it can it would go over their head. Like mm-hmm. for the younger kids, yeah, I think it would still be vague enough to where they wouldn't quite get it. So I don't think it's going to affect them. Okay, you, you know what I'm trying. I, to say. I I just
0: wanted to put that out there. Yes, just as. It's definitely it's definitely a movie for the fans. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was not some as you said. It's not something I'm expecting to go in and it to win every award out there. (laughs) No,
1: it's a it
0: was a fun you know have a giant tub of popcorn. Take it
1: lighthearted.
0: It's a fun have a giant tub of popcorn. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Eat a giant tub of popcorn while watching it excited. And I I just like to say I mean this I don't know if this is spoilery or not but. I felt it had a good message through the entire movie that you know yeah. it's that the, these kids kind of came together you know all of them are from different backgrounds different ethnicities different upbringings different everything like yeah. like there's they 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 definitely did a great job of bringing these kids together, and kind of that, that I thought was a very positive message within the movie. The,
1: the message of unlikely heroes. Yes. You and, know, and people that you don't have to be some goody-two-shoe, blah, blah, blah.
0: And that's the other thing. Okay, we're going to move into spoiler territory. That's the other thing. I felt like they were... Were we supposed to be good-hearted to be a Power Ranger or not? I can't remember. Because <laughs> a few of these kids are kind of... I mean... Not evil, but just some of the stuff they did, you're like, uh, really?
1: Well, I mean, they still did the whole, um, when the... Well,
0: they, they, they kind of redeemed themselves in the end for everything they did, I, I guess.
1: And they did, they did, um, still keep to the, like, um, green is for loyalty. Like, it was obvious they still kept to, like, the certain colors as, you know, red is the leader. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. So it's... I, I liked it. I, I thought it was interesting, but please, can we get to the elephant in the room?
0: Well, one more thing before okay. we get to that. So, uh, this is kind of point out at the very beginning of the movie, so I don't think I'm spoil- spoiling this, but if you have listened to the podcast before, I'm pretty sure I made this prediction that, even though it's blatantly obvious, apparently, that Rita is the Green Ranger, mm-hmm. and kind of confirmed Pretty quickly in the movie that that is true. Oh
1: yeah, 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 that's
0: true. But they also kind of left it set up when they are calling a certain person's name at the end of the movie, uh, Tommy. (laughs) So who knows if what? Because they're supposed to be doing five movies, I think total on this. I think they're supposed to be five. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they obviously can go places with this. It.
1: That's why I was okay with. It taking a while to get to the fight. Yeah, it, I know there's more coming.
0: That's that's the only complaint I had is I felt it took a while for them to actually it morph did. and do stuff. But it did. at the same time, but it, I think
1: it's trying to um, shove down your throat the whole
0: the team building, you the, have the to unity build a team of the Yeah, you
1: earn the right to do it. It's not just given to you. Yeah. So the whole if you put in the work, yes. you reap the benefits, kind of thing.
0: So. I guess we'll talk about the big... Oh,
1: me. Okay, go for it. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but there's a certain donut franchise that I absolutely love.
0: This has not been mentioned yet.
1: Okay, so, love Krispy Kreme. (laughs) And I just want to (laughs) know, how much money did Krispy Kreme pay to be such a an integral part to this movie.
0: I, I know it's not something you want to see in the trailers at all, and I know that there was some advertising done at Krispy Kreme for right. this, but
1: But I never thought it but was But I never be. It,
0: it, I mean there's entire parts of the movie oh that take gosh. place in Krispy Kreme it's and hilarious. there's an entire plot point that revolves around Krispy Kreme.
1: So there's this part later in the movie where Rita mm-hmm. is speaking with Billy.
0: Oh oh there, there's a Oh No, no, go go ahead. You just reminded me of something that that was great.
1: Sorry. So, Rita's having a discussion with Billy. Mm -hmm. Um, She's trying to find out where the... The
0: magic MacGuffin that everyone's after. Yes.
1: So, (laughs) and he basically tells her it's at the Krispy Kreme, right? (laughs) So, I'm sitting here going, oh, that's, that's cool, that's cool. They keep going. And then she says this crispy cream don't quote me word for word but it, this is a, a, a summation of it but she basically was like so this crispy cream is is quite this cr- a special place It's crispy it? of cream <laughs> i thought i would die i'm like yes it is very special <laughs> <laughs> maybe not to the extent that you think is special but it's pretty special to me so i just it was just kind of comical like just just all the the jokes and the and the talking about how special Krispy Kreme is and it's just, I thought it was hilarious. I liked it.
0: So something that I wanted to point out is, is it is very referential to the original material. They have they have a the, they have all the Zords running in a row like they did yeah. in TV s- series over Go Go Power Ranger and a, the a slow version walking
1: of, of them together are very similar to what they did in the show.
0: There's also she. Rita does say at one point, make my monster grow mm-hmm. or make my monster big. She, she, she says something about yeah. that when Goldar is coming together. So that's, that, that, and of course, Goldar's in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Bulk and Skull weren't in it unless I completely missed it. And I even asked you and you kind of shrugged and were like, I don't know.
1: If they were, I, it was lost on me.
0: Or it wasn't, it might've been one of the bullies I and mean, it just yeah, never there, got mentioned. There
1: was the one red haired bully guy. That was in the beginning scene that was picking on Billy, and then he's thrown in the car later during the fight scene. So, yeah. but I, it wasn't that same. It,
0: if if it said his name, maybe I just missed it. Yeah. I mean, it's not essential. It's just bulkin skull or kind of something that when I think of the original, original yeah, it, oh, yeah, it was in there. Yes. I did like how Angel Grove wasn't a giant city, or because I felt like in the TV show, and I know this was just this is me nitpicking at a adaptation of a japanese show for kids but it seemed like the city changed size drastically i'm talking about the show i'm not talking yeah. about the movie now they, they were in some like little park area and the next thing you know they got skyscrapers and they're basically fighting in downtown manhattan against giant monsters now
1: they did fight a lot in the like construction they area thingy um
0: they, they did fight there and of course ed putty so that was a <laughs> yeah. nice reference and they fought downtown mm-hmm. but it wasn't like the city all of a sudden became skyscrapers right. out of oh, nowhere. No, yeah,
1: you're correct. It's a, it was a small hometown type thing. Which yes. which,
0: which I kind of like, that they had to protect their own little small town. Yeah. And fun fact. This is a fun fun fact. This is the second time that Brian Cranston's been involved in a Power Rangers oh. of some sort. He was actually a voice of one of the bad guys on the original show. Okay. So he's lent his voice twice now to Power Rangers. <laughs> So that's kind of, there's your fun fact for the day. I don't know if everyone knows about that. but right. But yeah, so I mean, like I said, if it's and, something... And are
1: we still in the spoiler thing? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I really did like the little nudge to the, the green slash white ranger and the pink ranger.
0: Oh, because they had, um, they, they had the actual two yeah. actors at the end of the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Wearing actual green and pink. Of course. So.
1: Yes, it was kind of cute. It was fun.
0: So I, I, like, I don't know. It, it was it was a good movie. It, is it the best movie of all time? No. Is it a good adaptation of something from my childhood?
1: It was just yeah. fun. It, it, it was fun. Excited. I got excited. I really did enjoy it. It was fun. I was singing in the movie.
0: <laughs> you were, like, punching me, too, at times. You are like,
1: oh, this is this, this is the scene. This like, is the is like, oh, my gosh, you're such a dork.
0: But, no, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it's... Like I said, not the best movie of the year by any means, yes. but definitely a good nostalgia movie. Yeah, it was fun. If if, if you like the original series, I definitely go check this out. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen the original series and go see this, then I I guess enjoy it. I don't I don't know why you would go see this out of never. never I don't think you're anymore.
1: gonna enjoy it as much. Yeah, if it's not as I, I, as, I
0: feel that this is the tr- a true for the fans movie. Yes. Yes, so that's our discussion on Power Rangers. Who knows who might talk about it again when some other stuff gets announced, but that was a that was our little conversation with that. So, I guess let's go to let's take a quick break and when we come back something different.
1: Yeah. It's Saturday. We have a lazy day to ourselves. What shall we do? I know Let's check out what's at the video rental store. Oh, those hardly exist anymore. Mm. Hey, why don't we catch up with Jax at Saturday Morning Pajamas? We can hear all about some good old-fashioned movie classics, cult classics, favorites, and um, well, all of them can't be masterpieces, but we can hear about those ones too. Sometimes Jax even talks about TV, video games, books, and more. To NoNoms.net we go. Where? www.noms.net. Sarah My Pajamas also available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean Player, and more.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, we have a topic today that we'll get to due to some scheduling conflicts and some other stuff. We actually have to record our main topic on Monday today. But luckily, I avoided the usual, some th- some announcement that gets that happens on Monday. And it was the Thor Ragnarok trailer. So we got a special opportunity to talk about this real quick before we get into our main topic. So what did you think of it, Ellie? It's
1: pretty awesome. Love Loki, love Thor.
0: I, I, I like that his helmet is now just the band, it looks like and with I the like horns the way coming he up. Like, the yeah, he like
1: was, flipped it up. Well the, the f-
0: Oh no the no, no, no 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 no. I was I was talking about Loki's helmet. If you oh. noticed he's got his hair coming down over it where it's just like a band with the yeah. two horns. But yes, Thor's helmet where he puts it on and he pulls it down, it has Good. little wings.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. So that
0: was cool. I, I like it. Um a lot of story elements look like it's in here. Apparently his hammer gets destroyed, which right. is interesting, um, of course hulk's in it yeah a lot of questions on what's going on hella is apparently ridiculously powerful heimdall is i think gonna be a big part of this because heimdall's very really powerful but maybe that's some link to odin and I,
1: I love the oh he's a friend of mine yeah <laughs> he's like yes <laughs> yeah um
0: yeah thor when when the hulk comes out he's like oh we're friends from work we work together
1: that was awesome. So that
0: so, so that was cool. And of course, I got to see Jeff Goldblum. I'm excited, yes. but I'm I'm not going to delve into this too much. We can save that for next week's podcast. Holy 80s? Yes. I feel like the entire Marvel space universe just takes place in the 1980s. Like, <laughs> Which for is fine. But okay. I, I'm guaranteeing that's just because they're trying to key in on the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. motif. So maybe that's what it is. I don't have a problem with that. I just found it kind of funny. But, but that's that's just our quick... We'll, we'll have more on that next week. Yes. We promise we'll have more on that next week. But we need to get to our topic yes. today. Which, Ellie, would you like to...
1: I would love to. So, I thought it would be kind of fun. Well, I guess we thought it would be kind of fun. Yes. Um, to kind of talk about... You know, we always focus on American comics, American mm-hmm. superheroes, all that stuff.
0: So, let's clarify something real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, the topic, of course, as you were... If you want to say it.
1: Yeah. Uh, just... Just superheroes or comics that originated from other countries other than the United States.
0: So just to clarify this real quick, for an example, the comic Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is Canadian and it's based in Canada. The comic, however, is a U.S.-based comic, so that would not count for this discussion.
1: Or mangas from Japan. Or
0: mangas or mangas from Japan are not counted in this discussion because that's a conversation for another day we are talking about comics that have their origins or that were released in other countries primarily
1: right comics are superheroes yes they may not necessarily have you know a a true comic but a superhero
0: and some of these were actually comic strips too yes. so i'm going to point mm-hmm. that out because i know a few of mine so, some countries it was a little hard to find stuff on right but but, yeah, so um, let's – I don't know if we want to start geographically somewhere or just kind of shoot from the hip on this.
1: Just dive into it.
0: Got you. Go for it then.
1: Um, okay. I noticed uh, – I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. a lot of them that I, I saw and, um, you know, got some information about, it seems like a lot of these countries really um, have their social issues come apparent into the comics um, – I kind of noticed that. Yeah. A lot of them aren't always just fun-loving, silly, cheesy superheroes. Interesting. Yeah. And um, one of them in particular was, um, one was from India. Okay. And the superhero is actually named Mr. India. Oh. (laughs) That's his his name. Uh, And basically, just a quick synopsis, music teacher um, finds this special watch that turns him into Mr. India. Interesting. And his main thing is he fights corrupt um bureaucrats, you know, bad businessmen and his main um arch nemesis is Magambo, which is kind of like a you know, a bad guy that rules a lot of people and so it's kind of interesting, hmm. you know, the instead of him fighting you know, a mutant or a you know, a monster this and that, it's more he's fighting issues versus you know political issues and stuff versus a bad guy so to speak
0: interesting mm-hmm. well that's really cool um i guess i'll go with my first one which is kind of an anthology series okay it's a uh, 2000 ad and it's a great britain british isles based uh comic okay. or magazine actually they kind of implied, and it, it had some, some very interesting stuff stem off of it, which I will mention one of the little spokes of that wheel when I do my next one, but that's 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 one I know a lot of people are familiar with and might not have known that it is British-based, so that's 2000 AD. Oh, okay. So
1: um, And then I have one from Spain. Okay, cool. Um, now, this one is, per- is interesting. Um, the name is Poffman.
0: I think I saw this in my research. Okay. Kind of, I, I, I focused on Europe for mine.
1: Okay. So, I love this one. This one, um, to compare it to an American comic, mm-hmm. it'd be most comparable to Deadpool.
0: Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
1: has a sidekick, Puff Cat, and it's like um, there was a cat and another person, and they merged into, like, one being. <laughs> it's really... Well, I'm not going to go into the specifics of that backstory, but it, the cat apparently can invent stuff, and it invents like quirky, quirky gadgets and that kind of thing. Um, so it's Puffman and Puff Cat, um, and he breaks the fourth wall a lot. Huh. So very. Um,
0: Deadpool or.
1: Very just. Self-referential. and uh, smart aleck and just very similar to... And and some of the bad guys that are in this comic Mm -hmm. are like... There's a, a talking chair...
0: Interesting. And he
1: throws termites at it to defeat it because the termites eat the chair. It's really cheesy.
0: That's That sounds like a Deadpool thing. Like Deadpool would have been throwing something and you don't know what it was. And then all of a sudden everything starts to as Oh, I've been throwing termites the entire right. time. So, so I can see that being a Deadpool thing. Yeah. That's, that's definitely cool. And that was from Spain, you said? Yes,
1: that's from that's, Spain. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All
0: right. So my spoke of the wheel from 2000 AD. <laughs> Is The Law.
1: Oh, yes.
0: He is The Law. Yes. Judge Dredd. Ooh. Had his origins in this and is, of course, more of a British-based. So, a lot of people in the U.S. are familiar with Dredd, of course, mm-hmm. from the Sylvester Stallone one, and right. then the more current one, which... It was just I,
1: called Dredd.
0: Yeah, which, which me and you both enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we could discuss it more thoroughly, but that one that of course if you don't know what Dredd is, he's he is the law. He's right. judge, jury, and executioner, <laughs> and he's basically a futuristic cop and he Mega City is his stomping grounds and basically prowls the streets looking for crime and he has the power to both be judge jury and executioner correct so if he deems a crime you've done a crime you don't even get to see a judge sometimes he can kill you on the spot and basically sentence people so that's definitely one that i didn't know was actually based out of another country yeah that's so that that that, that was that was one that was kind of an eyebrow raise for me yeah so once again that's great britain for that one
1: um and i have one from malaysia Interesting. Yes, yes. Um, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, so I really apologize. But Chacock Man. <laughs> okay. It's C-I-C-A-K Man. Okay. So if anybody knows this. Um, commonly known as Gecko Man, like if you translate oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, but pretty much it's a ripoff of Spider-Man.
0: Oh. So
1: if you if you want to compare it to a comic book here versus there, um Long story short,
0: something. Uh, well, yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish. But I just had a thought.
1: Okay. Um, so, long story short, uh, he drinks his coffee mm-hmm. that's contaminated with a virus carrying gecko. I don't know if the gecko is just chilling out in the coffee and his like sweat goes in. But anyway, he drinks this okay. contaminated coffee and morphs into um, a mutant wall crawling bug-eating superhero.
0: Gecko. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, um, so if you want to compare it, it's kind of like between Spider-Man and Toad because kind of has some similar okay. stuff with Toad and Spider-Man. Or the um, lizard. Yeah, the lizard. Um, but there was actually a, a big superhero movie with the name The Kakak Man or K-K-C- however you say it. And it was so popular it did spawn a sequel. Oh. Yeah, so... So cool.
0: I'm assuming that was over in the Malaysian country. Yes, right. I, I, I don't. I don't know if uh, I missed that here. Probably in
1: the straight to DVD here.
0: <laughs> if it even came out here.
1: <laughs> right, but yeah. So from Malaysia.
0: So I think something interesting, and I'm just kind of. I, I, guess we're getting more episode I mean, episode ideas from just discussing this. Right. But maybe we should cover sometime other countries' interpretations of our heroes. True. Because I know that I think it's Japan has an interpretation of Spider-Man where he actually has a mech.
1: Nice. Like That's a giant
0: mech, false. I think. I'm not 100%. Like I said, I did not do research on that. It's right. just when you mentioned that, that kind of made it click in my head that there are other countries' interpretations of our heroes, which might be... Yeah. something fun to cover one day right but, but for now we are talking about
1: comics course, or superheroes you
0: know, from, from other, other countries. countries yes exactly. now i i don't know if you would call him a superhero i don't know if he would
1: anti-hero be, maybe for, i not for who no i was saying you were saying i don't know if you call him a superhero i was like is it like an anti-hero uh, no 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 oh, no okay. he's
0: well he's the doctor
1: Oh, with the blue box?
0: Yes, <laughs> Doctor Who has apparently had a ongoing comic series. I, I know that there are some they in the U.S. They do have them in
1: the U.S. But yes. I
0: know that there is also some apparently. I'm 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 still in Great Britain right now. So
1: mm-hmm. you so love that, Great Britain, apparently.
0: While I was doing my research, I focused on <laughs> Europe. So okay, that, that's, that's fine. That, that's why I found kind of a nice vein of stuff to pull from, and I knew that you would probably go all over the world. So I was like, I got I I, I know <laughs> I, I'm gonna I world hopped. I know I'm going to focus on, but that's something interesting that people might not be aware of is that there, you know, has been for a while now, a doctor who comic as well, yeah. which follows, I'm assuming the adventures of whatever incarnation, the doctor is available at the time,
1: multiple incarnations. So yes. that's,
0: that's, that's, that's one for your whovian fans. Ooh,
1: nice. I'm a whovian. So that's, exciting. there you go.
0: Maybe you should check out some of the, I, some of the, I
1: probably ones
0: from, from great Britain. All right. The comics.
1: well, Let's go another part of the world. All right. We're going to go to South Africa.
0: All right, cool. Let's okay. jump on that plane.
1: Jet Jungle.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, geeky professor type of person has a sidekick and a pet tiger. It started out in the 60s on the radio. And then it went it was it was so popular it So it, it went was into uh,
0: a, it was a radio play sort of thing. Right. And then So it, it's the reverse of what Superman because they, they used to have Superman stuff after the comics came out. They used to read the comics sort of nice. as radio plays.
1: Okay. Well, this was a radio play, and then it got so popular it went into a comic form. Interesting. Yeah, and it's huge, huge over there. Huge really? cultural that's, icon. That's very really cool. Um, and
0: so basically the equivalent of... A Superman here over there. Well, oh, 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 okay. I'm gonna stop you. Oh okay.
1: Okay, since I'm having fun comparing them to the American comics. All right. So let's see if we can guess. No superpowers. Alright. Okay. Has lots of gadgets. Iron Man. Iron Man, Batman. Oh
0: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
1: so yeah, so either one, correct. So they he doesn't have any superpowers or anything. Very good with gadgets and gidgets and all that stuff um so Inspector gadget yeah (laughs) i know right um apparently has lots of space adventures as well oh that's cool kind of a kind of a neat i kind of want to read up on this person so
0: awesome actually
1: read a little bit more but yeah from south africa jet jungle
0: i'm gonna do two real quick because these technically didn't the characters didn't originate in these countries but they have Had long-running comic stents in these countries. Uh, One of them being Transformers. The original Transformers apparently had a Marvel UK run that was very popular and very that they
1: only did over there.
0: It was an adaptation of what we did in the U of what was done in the U.S. Okay, but. It was different enough that they w- they made sure to differentiate that it is was a different kind of continuity to an extent. Okay. So that's kind of interesting there, and of course I'm a huge Transformers yeah. fan. If you didn't already know that. <laughs> <laughs> so that one was kind of one that I was not aware that they took that, that 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 jump with the Marvel UK version of it. That is cool. And another one, this, and I got a fun fact about the U.S. version of this. They apparently took the video game character Sonic in the united kingdom and turned him into a comic book icon in sonic the comic oh but the u.s version now i'm jumping back to the u.s version real okay. quick is apparently the longest running comic based on a video game character interesting yeah it's it's i think it ended i might be wrong on that but okay but yeah they had a, apparently a uk version of it yeah. which was Sonic the comic and had had its own continuity, of course, to try to promote and get the game, more attention on the game. But I just thought that, that was interesting. That is interesting. On two ones that we're familiar with in the U.S., but right. yet
1: they have another their... country
0: had its own sort of continuity and version of it. And I guess that will wrap up my Adventures in Great Britain, but I'm not taking that far of a jump <laughs> with my next one. Okay. Uh, the Franco-Belgian. So, of course, Belgian and France. France. There yes. we go. Sorry. Of course, Belgian and France. <laughs> ones have have some interesting ones that i don't think a lot of people would be familiar with the first one i'm going to do from the franco belt, and, and and ellie's ellie's got some it's just i had one or two more and there's kind of a little quick hit so it's 13 now that's of course xiii mm-hmm. and if that sounds familiar to video game fans yep. video
1: game
0: that was actually one of the first cel-shaded games
1: was it ps2 I, or ps2
0: yes okay and I'm not saying it's the first, I'm saying it's one of the first. Right. And that also featured the voice of Batman himself. Oh. Adam West. Nice. Was in that game. And so it wasn't shark
1: the... repellent Batman. Yes,
0: that Batman. <laughs> so that's that's just an interesting thing that he was in a video game adaptation of that comic. Yeah. So Ellie, if you would.
1: Well, we're gonna spin around the world again. We're gonna go to Bolivia. Okay. Super Cholita. Interesting. Is a plus-sized female superhero. And it's it's kind of interesting because, you know, if, if you're familiar with superheroes, especially the female kind, most of them are not plus-sized.
0: They are working on that. I've noticed a lot more of the character designs are getting more realistically proportioned. Right. and more, I mean, you have
1: Wonder Woman that's Amazonian.
0: Which I do enjoy when they draw her. I mean, I, I of course, like when they draw her, you know, in the more i get i don't know you 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 say it i feel i'm going to sound like a terrible person if i say it the more curvy version Uh-oh. of her
1: <laughs> the, but, the more real woman
0: well no they they have some and the i know we're getting distracted I, I have seen
1: her drawn skinnyish, um, and then the. well no
0: size. the earth one version of her mm-hmm. is a little bit more like she's she's got muscle like she's, she's mo- leaner no, she's, she's buff. Oh, she's buff. She's buffing okay. that. Okay. Which, I mean, of course, a lot of people are used to seeing her very lean, very sleek. Right. Which I don't have a problem with, but I kind of like it when they do her because in Well, Amazonia, she's an Amazon. Yeah. I mean... And another <laughs> she one... She should. The... Um, movie they did the one where it was a uh, new frontier okay she yeah. was actually drawn bigger than superman yeah. like she was buffer than superman and it looked good it looked great because like she actually has a scene where her and superman are kind of like
1: yeah
0: s- staring each other down and she looks imposing because yeah. she's bigger than him no, and that's that was awesome and that sorry i i i random rant real quick no, but no, i I, okay. I i like that and i know well, doing and it with that's a lot of other why, characters that's
1: why i brought her up is because mm-hmm. i think it's great that she is a plus size mm-hmm. female superhero because not everybody's the same size and so it, it's good i think she's kind of funny i almost consider her anti-hero oh um
0: another deadpool-esque she, character well
1: <laughs> she just she has flight okay so that is one of her powers um but she kind of goes on both sides of the fence she likes to help the poor she has issues against people with looting and corrupt politicians. But she'll bribe a, a police officer to get her off the hook if she's doing something. So interesting. She, she uh, it, it is an interesting character. Um, you know, so she kind of she likes both sides of the fence when it comes to, to stuff. But I just she's so kind of cool. So
0: she's a good guy when it's beneficial to her. Yes. And she does what she needs to get the maybe job done, more
1: so. like Robin Hood type thing. Like she'll rob to help the poor. Kind like she'll yeah. do stuff. For the greater good, but yeah. yeah. So so yes. But she's so she's I think she's pretty interesting as well.
0: All right. All right. The next two are just two real quick that I mean I, I'm I'm saving my last one because my last one I think is gonna be a discussion for a minute. But the Smurfs. Yes, the blue, the little <laughs> blue, white hat gargamel running from smurfs only
1: be one female now i think in the new movie there's multiple but anyway
0: yeah there is a new movie
1: (laughs) coming out but apparently
0: that is based on a comic Nice. now i'm sure that's more of a comic strip as opposed to a graphic novel but that one's one and there are
1: graphic novels in the united states for them as well yes
0: i actually we we apparently own one i i found that in the basement the other day when we were going through stuff but yes i think i got that as a kid but Moving on from that, um, yeah. So apparently, that I like I said, it's one I I remember as a kid. But it's something that I thought that those were adaptations from the show. But apparently, it was the opposite way around. Cool. So that one is one, of course, from um, Franco-Belgian one once again. Which the the um, last two of mine are actually mine were basically from either Great Britain or from the Franco-Belgian region. So I have. I have two more real quick, so I I guess I'll do my second-to-last one, since you said you had one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin. Which yes. might sound familiar. It's a very um, kind of crime-solve-y, detective-y stuff, but there was a movie done by Steven Spielberg, which was a CG one that was done fairly recently. Yeah. Within the past 10 years, and that was done based on this... Uh, comic that has run for a very long time, so that was definitely a cool one. That,
1: Don't forget Ten Ten's dog.
0: So the dog, of course, is called Snowy, and that's his little... Um, oh my gosh, I just blanked on what kind of dog it is. It's one of the little, tiny, very European dogs. Mm-hmm. And, and that's his little partner through those adventures. But they've had a lot of stuff with that, and I think they were... Oh, Peter Jackson also worked on the movie, too. And oh, apparently okay. they were going to do a sequel, but it's up in the air now. But that one's one that... I know it's influential to a lot of older generations right. before, you know, comics were as big as they are in the US now. So yeah. that's, that, that's definitely an interesting one. And,
1: oh, well, well you. I can't not mention somebody from Japan.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> um, it's not who you think it is, but uh-huh. uh, his name is Ultraman oh you know who this is
0: yes i thought you were going with something else i
1: know, that's what i said it's not who you think i'm gonna say <laughs> but um there's a team member shin hayata um is from a group called the science special search party and they it base- sounds
0: like a japanese movie
1: exactly Think Tag of line. like Godzilla type thing. Didn't
0: he fight some giant monsters, or are you going to get into that? Well, in, in I, the, I mean, in the sh- you know, if you'd let me talk, okay, fine, be fine. Awesome. go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> but he, um, that there's this group, the Science Special Search Party, and they're kind of in charge of, you know, just making sure that the world is at peace and getting new technology, and also, um, you know, kind of scanning for any kind of aliens or any kind of life out there that might attack us and um they come across a basically a very formidable foe big Mm -hmm. alien uh so this one particular person of the of the team uh shin hayata he transforms into this giant Mm -hmm. um from space called Ultraman. Ah, um and he they have adventures and he basically creatures like Godzilla and that kind of thing. He yeah.
0: doesn't actually fight Godzilla, to the best of my knowledge. No, I, just but, it's but, but, similar, but, to but giant. Hold on, I got, I got okay. it. giant kaiju. Yes. There we go. Yes,
1: they did not leave anything out. So oh. this guy has um, pretty much multiple powers that you could think of. Um, so strength. Golden,
0: golden age Superman.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he has strength. Okay. Um, flight. Okay. He does have self replication. Ah. Laser beams. From his eyes? <laughs> I'm not sure. It just said laser beams. so I'd have to look more into that. From
0: his feet. Got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then teleportation. <laughs> why not so just you know i feel like they just took a bag and were just shaking it up and being like which one do we want to pull out of the hat this is what he has
0: no no no, no. i think i got it it was <laughs> it was one of those they're like oh we need him to be somewhere real quick oh i forgot to write that in oh, right just, just just give him teleportation just why, why add not? it just, yeah they were just, add just, just adding
1: just, powers as they go
0: just, just add it
1: yeah so um i i kind of enjoyed that i thought that was pretty cool that he just Kind of had a whole big bag of stuff. And, and the fact that he was like, oh, we have this really big baddie that we can't feat, defeat. Let me just transform into a giant space creature monster thing to defeat people. So, I I mean, he that kept
0: his cool. human form, though, right? Yeah. When he transformed, he's just a big human that giant. fights.
1: Giant. Yeah. Yes. Yes, so,
0: awesome. Interesting. And I know, of course, we've kind of mentioned it, but they did make a, a TV show or a movie. I know that there was something on screen with him on it, because mm-hmm. I know I've seen stuff like that. Yeah. Well... I guess we'll move on to the last one I looked up. Okay. And I'm going last because I think this one will be, it's quite interesting considering stuff that we've discussed and certain things that have been mentioned on the podcast before, but this is a French-based one. Okay. And it is Valerian and Loreline. Oh, yeah. Now, why does that sound familiar to you? <gasps>
1: might be off of a movie that's coming out.
0: Yes, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which will be released later this year, is based on a gra- it's based on this comic, which is French in origin and uh, of course uh, Luke Passon is being is the one that will be doing this movie. Now, interesting fact, this movie has influenced a lot more than just its own movie. I mean, this sorry, this comic has influenced a lot more ...than just a movie, it's influenced other movies, including one of Lucas Besson's own works, The Fifth Element. So, that had some influence there, which is, I think, very interesting. And, of course, this is basically set, set in space, you know, spaceships, you know, a ton of sci-fi, like, basically, imagine a sci-fi thing and it has to do with this. This came out in the late 1960s, so it also had an influence over another very popular sci-fi series star wars nice which i don't know we've discussed before possibly. possibly a little bit but apparently this had a big influence on that like the millennium falcon um the fight scene between luke skywalker and darth vader and on cloud city apparently had of had some influence some parallels with this another very interesting one is I don't want to spoil anything, but apparently the comic, um, there's a scene in it, The Empire of a Thousand Planets, which I guess is the vague name for the movie that's going to be coming out, The City mm-hmm. of a Thousand Planets. But right. I don't know if it's a direct interpretation or not. Mm-hmm. I haven't really got that out of it. But apparently there's a scene in it where Valerian is encased in liquid plastic, very similar to a character carbonite. in Star Wars that was frozen in carbonite, yeah. Han Solo. So right. there's another interesting little tidbit there yeah another thing and i'm I, i'm sorry there 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 is a list of just the common threads between these but the concept of the clone wars where a whole army is cloned off of one person being valerian himself faces themselves in a final scene so that's kind of interesting yeah. that once again the cloned army i mean clones are not the most They're they're very commonly used, I think, sometimes, but that's kind of interesting how much this borrowed from and how much influence it had over a movie that had gone on to influence so much more. Right. And, of course, you can buy these and find them. There is a lot of them. They ran from, like I said, the late 60s to actually 2010. Okay. So, I mean, they ran for a long time. There's several graphic novels, several things based on it. So, if you're interested in sci-fi, definitely check out Valerian. And Lorelai and, of course, check out the movie that's coming out as well.
1: Oh, and I, and I forgot to mention something, too, with Ultraman. Oh. Um, it's just being that we just watched um, Power Rangers. Yes. Uh, when Was there a were, crossover? Well, no. When we were kind of talking about what his form looked like. Yeah. Um, so, so, I guess the best comparison would be Power Rangers because some of the scenes... Mm-hmm. From the like the it it was a TV show, um, but some of the scenes were very um, they were very Power Ranger. Oh yes, <laughs> like when like just his costume when he became the giant form yeah. and the monsters and the aliens that he fought definitely were very reminiscent of of what we know and love with Power Rangers now. Yes,
0: or Power Rangers kind of took from it. Or well, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just
1: yeah because yeah, it came out in the '60s. Yes. Um. But I just just forgot to mention that I. You I kind of
0: want to say that Ultraman is one of those things. If you imagine a guy fighting one of the giant monsters, you're probably thinking of Ultraman. If 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 you're recollecting right instance of something that's not the Power Rangers fighting a giant monster, and it's a human doing it, I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Ultraman. Yeah. Then.
1: So, but I thought that was kind of cool and yeah. relevant, considering we just we.
2: I just didn't saw know that
0: that wasn't based on a manga. So that's interesting. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's kind of our trip, a quick trip around the world with different, you know, I know we kind of just briefly touched on each of them now, a ton of the a ton of the stuff we've talked about have been like we said comic strips, and I'm sure that you know possibly some of the Japanese ones you've talked about have been in mangas as well, right yeah. and these have been just interpreted through so many different avenues. I mean, like I said the the Valerian stuff, Valerian Loreline had a big influence on Star Wars, which I was unaware of. And, of course, it's had influences. Star Wars has influenced tons of other stuff. So it's a really cool thing to kind of learn where some of this stuff could have had its origins in. And I'm sure that we'll probably talk about the Valerian movie some more when it comes out, if we see it. If
1: we see it. W-
0: w- sorry, when we see <laughs> it. Because I'm sure you're excited to see it because you like uh, the Luke Basson movies. And maybe we could discuss possibly, I don't know,
1: Fifth, Fifth
0: Element before it comes out. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of just the way this looks. It looks like a very beautiful oh, movie. So it looks gorgeous. So this gave me an excuse that I didn't even know I was going to get to to talk about, <laughs> to talk about this. So yeah. I think this was a fun conversation. And um, I guess we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, that's some other stuff to kind of wrap up with. Yep. This is, as always, Zingness. Zingness. Ah, Zingness.
1: Zingness.
0: Alright, welcome back, everybody. Hello. So we're gonna read we have we have a few comments three that we've gotten on our past few episodes. So we're gonna we're gonna tackle those real quick. And our first one is from from paul okay he is actually the host of the varmints podcast on blazing caribou studios yes and they talk about and i actually was listening most
1: recently mosquitoes
0: yes they have mosquitoes (laughs) they also have um jackalopes which are the bunnies with the horns Yes. them, it, it was an April Fool's one, but it's, right. it's done really funny. And I actually found out about something. I was listening to their goldfish one today. Oh. Did you know that the goldfish is an invasive species in Australia?
1: No, I did not. Yeah,
0: it's apparently causing a lot of havoc in Australia. But at huh. the same time, Australia has a lot of problems with invasive species because it's such an... It's a giant island, and it's right. been isolated, so certain things can get in there. But mm-hmm. getting sidetracked, great podcast. They talk about different animals every week. It's a great podcast. Definitely recommend it. That's Varmint's once again. But let's get to his comment he wrote us. Yeah. Once again, that's a Varmint's podcast on Blazing Caribou Studios.
1: Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> comment time. Uh, so he basically said, what does Josh Whedon do really, really, really well? the thing that immediately came to my mind was create a character that you fall in love with and then kill him slash her.
0: So you're a big fan of Josh Whedon. I am. And would you agree with that?
1: And sometimes, some parts, yes.
0: Now, I'd love to get into a discussion about this, but I think that this might qualify as a future episode for us to where we can yeah. look at I mean, obviously... we I all can talk enjoy-
1: about Josh Whedon for an hour easily. So there we go. <laughs> so
0: definitely have a future episode. We want to thank you for giving us that um, little tidbit there. We wish yeah. we could talk more about it now, but I think we could do we an will, entire... We
1: will, bring, we will go back to that. Yes, yes.
0: It, it will be something to look for in the future mm-hmm. that we would, can definitely do one on because there's a lot of stuff he's done that I enjoy as well. Oh, yeah. And that both of us enjoy. So we're going to go to our other comment now. All right, and we have another comment. This one actually is back from our Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, from David Ginsberg, host of the Tales from the Fandom podcast.
1: Really enjoyed getting to hear this episode finally. Was a much different discussion versus Episode 1. Surprised to hear that this one is on the bottom of Zinger's list of Star Wars movies.
0: (laughs) Dun-dun-dun.
1: Would have enjoyed hearing your thoughts on favorite Jedi characters and the inclusion of EU characters. Expanded universe, just Mm -hmm. in case somebody doesn't know what that is. Like Ayla Sakura transitioning from comics to the movie. Also, no love for the wonderful costumes that Natalie Portman rocked, which is so true. She did have some gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Um, The lake dress is one of the most iconic outfits. Outfits of the prequels besides the Amidala dress in Episode 1.
0: Good point. Yep.
1: I think this movie also gets better once you delve into the EU stuff. Of course, not this episode, (laughs) where they flesh out a lot of the things Obi-Wan and Anakin mention, and of course, the epic Clone Wars show, The Bridges 2 and 3. Really enjoyed the episode and excited for Episode 3 review.
0: So we did point out in a comment back to him, we did point out earlier in this very episode that we will cover some EU, some extended universe stuff, mostly dealing with legends. Right. In. May. May. Mm -hmm. And I think we should point out some of our favorite Jedi possibly. We could do that in episode three or we could do that in the legends one because we could possibly discuss, you know, their legends origins or their legends contribute. Con, con, contribution, contribution contributions mm-hmm. thank you yeah versus their in canon contributions so thanks thanks david for that comment um yeah. we actually have another one from him on our previous episode the tommy westfall discussion yes and he actually pointed out one that that i'm surprised we both did not mention I,
1: for especially our love you him. especially I know, you though i know me i'm sorry
0: so if you would like
1: yeah he put one of my favorite Westfall um, bits is when Richard Castle from Castle, who Nathan, is Nathan Fillion, Fillion. Mm-hmm, dresses as Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly for Halloween. So that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of I know in different shows a lot of that referentialness to other shows that the character that the actor has been in or characters they played Mm -hmm. so that was a nifty so that's definitely a nifty one there and thanks for the comment
1: oh yes we love them thank you so much if
0: any of you guys would like to leave comments you can of course tweet them at us or you can of course do it on our facebook page as well both is at zingness for our twitter and of course just search zingness on facebook as well so thank Mm -hmm. you guys for the comments and the feedback and of course you can find both their podcasts i'm sure on whatever you're listening to us on Yes. As well, especially iTunes or Google Play. I'm sure you can find them on. That's once again Tales from the Fandom, mm-hmm. which um, Nudge, Nudge, Hint, Hint might want to listen to some upcoming episodes on there. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Nudge, Nudge, Hint, Hint.
0: <laughs> and you can also listen to the Varmins podcast as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess let's talk about how they can listen to us or what are the ways they can listen to us on.
1: Yes, of course. Well, of course. SoundCloud. Zingness. Yeah. iTunes.
0: Zingness. And don't forget, leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate those. They help us out more than you'll ever know. So it helps us, of course, you know, get notoriety and get more people to, you know, of course, listen to us. And we appreciate that so we can reach more people within our fandom.
1: Yes. And maybe get more people to, to talk to us and comment, and, Yeah, comment and tweet <laughs> at us. Yay. Um, you can also... Get us on Stitcher.
0: Tuned in and Google Play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you want to leave comments, try to get in touch with us. Facebook.
0: As we already said, Zingness. Yeah. Twitter as well, at Zingness. Mm-hmm. Instagram.
1: At Zingness Podcast.
0: If you want to check us out playing some video games, we are at some Twitch.
1: Bang, bang, shoot, shoot.
0: Why well, not? <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: doing that right now because I'm playing a lot of Mass Effect. Sorry.
0: And that of course is Twitch TV slash Zingness. If you want to help contribute to the podcast, you can of course go to. I'm
1: gonna try it. www.patreon.com Com slash zing this.
0: Is that your announcer voice? Yes. Oh, okay. That's Pretty awesome. We'll we'll use that some more. Probably <laughs> never. Okay. If you want to get in touch with us directly, you can of course always email us. That is zingness at gmail. Com. Yes. And our music today is actually. <gasps> what? From a fan of the podcast, from a good friend of the podcast and a fan.
1: Aaron Shelb.
0: And he actually has a new CD coming out. Uh, I will, of course, put details down in the description of the episode. Yes. But we're actually going to give you one of his songs at the end of this episode. It is called Black and White. Yeah. And you can, of course, find him on his website, which is?
1: AaronShelb.com.
0: And he has a Facebook page as well, which is his name plus music. And if you want to spell that for people real quick, just so they can make sure to get his name right. First
1: name and last name?
0: Why not? Just Um, to be sure.
1: Aaron, as in two A's, A-A-R-O-N, last name Shelp. S-C-H-I-L-B.
0: And that CD is, of course, called Tonic. That will be out on April 14th. Awesome. And you can find that, of course, on Spotify and iTunes as well. So definitely check him out. Like I said, we we greatly appreciate him being a fan of ours. And also, we we just enjoy the fact that we're using his song to end this episode today.
1: Yeah, that's exciting.
0: So thank you, guys. And um, as always, I'm Zinger.
1: And I'm Ellie.
0: And we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy.
2: About the past and I see why it didn't last it's black and white the days and night every night I remember you're gone and I hate to say life goes on I've tried and tried these thoughts I can't Why can't we know we're in the good old days before we've left them? Why can't we know that we need to take our time? Because I want to know why I can't go on a day without you. I want to know why. I want to so sweet, so scared. I want to know how to let things grow. Every day I try something new, but all